0: Welcome back to another day, another vlog. Great to have you all back. Well, coming from the podcast, coming from Facebook, wherever you're coming from, great to have you stop by. I do appreciate your ongoing support to everyone that is a fan of the channel and subscribe. That is always fun to get new subscriptions and new people. And it's we're a steady, steady period of growth, I guess. It's um, normally get about 10 a month. Pretty excited about that. Uh, hopefully 2021's goal of a thousand subscribers is achievable so I think we'll get there it um, heaps on the channel to uh, help out in that regard so very very cool radio we uh, obviously if you haven't already if you're not a subscriber as yet and you're just stopping by for the first time, Basically, Fridays or on the weekends, I try to get out uh, one of the photo videos, which is sort of probably mostly what the channel's about. The other part is tech and reviews and stuff like that. Friday, we had the first, first day one, I guess, day one of like our trip. We did a south coast of Western Australia. It's one of the most beautiful spots on the planet. Talking pure white sand beaches, crystal clear blue, green water, uh, Animals, mountains, rocky outcrops, just insane, insane places to go and see. And if you ever do come to Australia or you live in WA, it's definitely a must to get down there and go check it out. So hope you'll join me on that big adventure. I've got about 16 days worth of sort of, that was day one. That was sort of Margaret River region, which is world famous for its food and wineries. Uh, some nice little spots around, some beautiful beaches just around there, and that's only about three hours drive from Perth. Uh, we then head down to the next spot, which is, uh, I think it's we go to Dunsborough, Dun- no Dunsborough or oh, somewhere around there. So with a few spots, we're going to go to Albany and we go to Esperance. Esperance is an amazing, amazing place, uh, home of Lucky Bay, which is in just the most beautiful beach in the world. Uh, lots of sharks too and Esperance. so I'll give you a hot tip (laughs) but some amazing stuff coming up day one went up so I hope you get to enjoy that and get to see the whole series and go through it Uh, day two will be coming up I'll do them every Friday if I if I get way ahead I'll some are some are only short quick days Um, some are long there's a long I've got a heap of photos and a heap of footage so they'll take longer so I'm going to try and Worst case, I'll do one every week. Um, I'll probably do that at the moment because this week we I fly back. It's first trip home to Queensland. I've got some stuff to do on another on our other house that we've got to sell um, before we buy a new one. So I'm sort of got a heap of sort of family stuff to get sorted this week coming up. Um, So I'll I'll probably just do one a week now, and and then once I sort of get that stuff out of the way, I'll be able to catch up and get ahead. So. Um, I'm sorry already pretty much close to finishing day two which is not far off some really nice photos in that one uh, Some great spots. Uh, it's yeah, very cool. I do have the sheet here two secs Let me just go to my filing system Castle Rock is the next one um, Which is just out of Dunsborough uh, On the Cape Naturalist point, so that'll be day two uh, Some really nice, it's a beautiful spot uh, again was there like our first day sort of in the beach and where we could switch off and have a, enjoy our sort of holiday, I guess. And uh, yeah, just a gorgeous spot, got the, get the drone up, the Mini 2, got a heap of nice Mini 2 photos, so good chance to see how that uh, goes, and it does a great job. I can give you a hot tip, I love the Mini 2. Uh, there he is, he uh, is doing a fantastic job. I'm so glad I upgraded from the Mini to the Mini 2. If you're looking at buying one, uh, wholeheartedly I can, definitely tell you to get the Mini 2 the footage is amazing the quality in the high winds uh, it's just ridiculous it is definitely batting above its uh, current pay grade so definitely worth checking that out so yeah there we are with the the videos go check out day one day two will be up this Friday it'll be another premiere so you can come along and ask me any questions or anything like that so I'll, I'll put that up on Friday and other than that, we'll just keep going. Now, we do have a bit of, bit of tech news over the weekend. There was a fair bit happening, so I'll try and get through it as quick as I can for you. We'll go to the big ones first. That'll get you into it. Um, Alpha Motor, you'll see what I've seen on the thumbnail. Looks a little bit like a Hilux. It's an electric ute, it's another option. Now, obviously Rivian, I've talked about a fair bit. They're due out, end of this year, start of next year. They've had a few delays, but they're sort of getting there. Now, their price range is about 67000 starting price for a Rivian. Uh, that's US dollars. So you imagine what it's going to be by the time it gets to Australia. We're talking 100 to 150 grand. So it's a little bit tricky. It's definitely going to be an amazing car, I have no doubt about that. But the price range is, is up there. Now, this Alpha is obviously not the same level as the Rivian, quality wise. But it's a little, uh, little ute, uh, looks great. Does all the electric things? You get in a 75 kilowatt or an 85 kilowatt version. It'll do 250 to 275 miles range. So not too bad. That like that's just a. It's probably around the three to four, about the 400k mark, um, which is realistically that's what most of the my cars will do in a week on a tank's petrol in the city. Be about 400k's. So if anything getting hit that around that 400k mark well, then you're not going to be unhappy about its range. Yeah, its long-range stuff is going to be tricky, uh, but that's something in Australia that we really... That's there's, thats a, one of our biggest issues is there's nowhere to charge stuff up. So that's something the government needs to get done. And I did hear the other day that the WA government is dumping a heap of money into putting in charges everywhere. So that was really good news. Uh, so very, very positive in that regards. Now, the Alpha Wolf, it's called... Um, Electric Ute, two door. I said, high luxy sort of shape. Looks like the old school sort of Hilux. Um, Pretty cool. Uh, dual motor. It's not the super fastest. As I said, it's not a like, it's not a Tesla. It's not a not a Rivian with all the crazy awesome things. But it's definitely not that price. It'll do zero to sixty in six point two seconds. Um, it's thirteen. It'll tow thirteen hundred and sixty kilos. So that's not too bad. It's. I'm it's, not going to tow a big boat or anything like that. It's generally just a, just around the town sort of. Not a Datto ute, but a a little bit bigger, that old. It's basically just a nice little run around ute to do general stuff, so I think it's pretty good. Four-wheel drive or front-wheel drive, uh, front-wheel drive would be a single motor. It does have a rapid charger with it. Now the beauty is, it's only starting at 36,000 for that 75 watt version, and I'd say for the four-wheel drive version with 85 watt, it's gonna go up to 46,000 US. So that's roughly around the 60 60 grand mark. So that's going to put it in, I guess, range of wild track territory, 70, 80 grand. I think that's sort of pretty feasible. It's going to get a few more sales. It's going to get those people that can't afford a Tesla or the Rivian at 100 plus thousand, which is just ridiculous. And that's where it's going to be really tough in Australia to push electric because of the prices of them. Um, And no one's going to just want to have to buy a piece of crap hyundai one which they've got which is terrible and only does 200 kilometers and you've got to charge it which is just and it's sixty thousand dollars you'd have to be absolutely insane to buy that um i see no no validation whatsoever unless you're a full green piece and uh, really do not want to hurt the environment but then you realize all that steel that comes out of the car comes out of this hole over here which completely destroys the environment <laughs> so Remember that bit too when you're worried about the environment that uh, you steal and all that stuff. Uh, unfortunately, what the mining companies do to the environment is nowhere near being nice to it. It totally destroys it. So be aware of that. So look, thirty six grand, thirty six to forty six thousand US. So it's about the sixty to seventy mark. That's the mark it has to be if it's gonna even if we're gonna get electric cars in Australia. Uh, and on a wholesale level sure the richer people are going to be able to buy the flat the teslas and the the nice rivians but the normal folk uh, us blue collar people no one's going to be buying them at a hundred grand just so they've got an electric car it's either that or these Australian government's going to have to put massive tariffs on it to get them down to drop them from 100 down to 60 uh, and that's a lot of money they're going to lose so i can't see that happening so it's going to be tricky this is a good little eye opener and a, and a and a nice option, so pretty cool. So go check it out. Alpha, they do have a little car, a couple of little cars as well. Um, so that's definitely worth checking out. Now, new phone, a uh, little bit different than normal. It's a look, it's a it's a top of the range, flash, super amazingly beautiful phone. Uh, Oppo X3 Find Pro, uh, super smooth camera bump on the back. They spend a lot of time with on that one piece glass just ridiculously, as I said, looks amazing. Obviously, it's Android, it's not an Apple, so if you're an Apple, like myself, it's pretty much no good to us, so it's not even worth worrying about, but it does have some amazing stuff. Now, it's they're saying it's the first billion-color display in a phone display, so what that means is, basically, it's 10-bit color. So most phones are normally 8-bit. There are a couple of other phones out there that do run the 10-bit color, but this one's got a true 10-bit color display and that carries through all the way from the uh, photos to the images to everything on it. So it's definitely built. So that's why they're saying that. So look, the, the screen's amazing. It's 120 hertz. It's got the triple eight Snapdragon. It is flagship, top of the level sort of a phone. Very cool. Um, twin 50 megapixel sensors and like top of the ro- range Sony 50 megapixel sensors. So, Normally you have one good good sensor in your main camera, and then the other ones will sort of drop down. Well, they've put two flash flash as sensors in the in the cameras, and then the third camera is uh, get this it's a mac a microscope camera, a microscope lens. Now what it is it's a three megapixel. Uh, it's got a ring light around it, so obviously microscope get down. Um, MKBH did a video on it, and that's where I watched. And go check it out. It's actually, the images out of the microscope are pretty darn cool. Um, From putting it on his shirt, and you can see clearly see the threads to keys to um, all sorts of pretty cool stuff. So, yes, it's a bit gimmicky, but it's a gimmick that actually works and works well. Um, And, look, it's a bit of fun, and I don't know if it's going to sell their phones more than what it wouldn't without it. But pretty darn cool, and it's done really, really well. So very cool. Go check it out. Um, NFTs. If you haven't heard of NFTs, I hadn't heard of an NFT until last week. And late last week, pretty well, last week I sort of heard bits and pieces about them. Uh, basically, NFTs is basically just, I guess, like a JPEG. A JPEG, it's a digital image that's locked. Uh, probably a better idea is cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is just zeros and ones locked onto a hard drive. If you've got Bitcoins, um, they, they're on a hard drive. You lose the hard drive, you lose all your money. Well, NFTs are the same thing. Basically, this new art form where people are putting art or whatever they want to and they're selling this art and it's basically only exists on that stick or that USB stick or hard drive or whatever it's stored on. Uh, that owner only, that whoever buys it gets that piece of art. It's on there, it's for them. They can get a password to put it in or keep it. If they lose it, well, that's the end of that. Well, someone paid $69 million for a piece of NFT artwork. So that was a digital piece of artwork from a famous artist called Beeple. Uh, He had his first, I think it was 1400 day of artwork. He did a piece of art every day and then stitched them all together into one basically tapestry type uh, digital art and sold it for 69 million US dollars. So that's nearly a hundred million Australian dollars for basically a file on a USB stick of, of all, all his pictures and he just stitched them together. Insane. Adding to that ridiculousness, uh, the guy who invented Twitter, uh, basically screenshotted his first tweet, <laughs> the first, the first tweet on Twitter, and they're selling it for a million US dollars as an NFT. So it can only one person can only have it. It's one of one. But it's yeah. I I'm sorry, but I just don't understand that. Or maybe I'm too. I'm I now. I think I'm now in that category of I'm too old to understand that stuff. But uh, I understand what they're doing and why. And I can I can see it. I understand cryptocurrency. It doesn't really exist. No money really exists anymore. There's no physical money. Um, <laughs> But this is just, yeah, 69 million, 100, nearly $100 million for a JPEG file, basically, or a, a TIFF file, <laughs> whatever file you want. It's not worth $100 million, unless it's got the Powerball numbers in it. That's the one I want. But anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting, and uh, yeah, world is getting stranger. Holy Bundy. Um, yeah, right Unilever. Uh Make all sorts of creams, moisturisers, shampoos. Massive company, one of the biggest on the planet, uh, product-wise. There's probably a guarantee there's something in your shelf, in your kitchen or your bath, more so bathroom, uh, that has that is owned by Unilever or they make it. Uh, they're removing normal, the word normal, from all their products because apparently everyone's special, and there's no such thing as normal. <laughs> uh, things like, I guess. Normal shampoo, which I generally buy. I just I don't buy the uh, the bleach one or the whatever. I normally just go buy the normal shampoo because I consider myself normal. <laughs> Apparently, you're not allowed to call anything normal anymore. That's offensive. So, wow, PC police in full force in 2021. Holy Bundy, it's a bit scary when a big company like that is crapping themselves and have to remove something that has been around for thousands of years and I guess this is the new normal. <laughs> wow. Um, Canon, some uh, news over from Canon. Uh, some patents have been found for a new 200 uh, mil F2 L series RF lens, so that's pretty exciting. We should see that later in the year, so that patent's out. Uh, there's also some other big big white lenses, that they're the big sports lenses, normally from about 200 to 300, 400, 500. Um, there's a 300mm 2.8, a 400mm 2.8, a 500mm F4, and a 600mm F4, and an 800 F5.6. Now, we've seen earlier, or sorry, in the second half of last year, they brought out that 600 and 800RF, and they're like, a, I guess, compared to a Sigma, a contemporary range, so a cheaper version, and they did pretty well. Uh, they're like F20, F11, or fi think they're both F11s, so pretty high up, and that was sort of the base. Um, but they actually on those R5s and 6s, they did really well. I'm not sure how they'll go on an RP. It doesn't really have that same ISO qualities and same sensor level as the big boys, but uh, these guys are gonna go really well. I'm sure there's a heap of sports photographers and wildlife photographers that have bought R5s and 6s waiting for these lenses to come out. So. We did talk about it. I think last week, uh, Canon rumors I said second half of the year there's going to be a massive, big Canon event, and they're going to unleash a heap of heap of lenses all in one hit, as well as a big camera. We're all thinking that it's going to be the R1 camera, which sounds about fair. And I guess a heap of the White Series Pro lenses to come out with the Pro level camera. That makes a lot of sense as a big Canon event. So. Probably after the Olympics, when they've done their final testing, it'll it'll get tested there if the Olympics go ahead. Um, so I guess that's probably a good... It all seems to be lining up towards those big pro lenses, the big pro camera after the final test of the Olympics. Perfect timing. So big year for Canon coming up. So look forward to that one. <clears throat> and then um, a, la- oh, a couple more things. Apple side of things, the Apple Mini is a flop. Uh, and I think, look, the Apple Mini, the 12 Mini, brilliant idea. And honestly, I can say honestly, I would have bought one if it had better cameras and the HDR video in it. Um, it only has the two lenses on it. Um, I think it's the standard and a wide. Uh, it doesn't have the ultra wide. Yeah, I think that's it. The standard and the wide or the standard and the telephone doesn't have the ultra wide. Um, it doesn't have the HDR, HDR video that the i12 Pro had. Um, I think what they should have done, if Apple wanted to... That small form factor was a brilliant idea. You could have done the base one, but then they had to do a mini Pro. If they bring in a mini Pro this year, they could save it because you need... No one's going to buy a smaller camera, a smaller phone for only a couple hundred bucks less when you can get the Pro with all those extra features in it, and it's not that much bigger. And I think that's where it really sort of fell over. So, but it has not sold, but they have sold more 12s than any other phone for a long time. So I think 75 million they've, since they released it. So they, they've done pretty well. they pretty much covered their bases, but they've told a lot of their <coughs> suppliers to shut down the Mini different bits and pieces. So the Mini not going really well, unfortunately too, because I think Form factor-wise, having something small and easy to chuck in your pocket would be brilliant. But you And I don't think it's battery that really concerns me because I charge them every day anyway and you've got power banks everywhere with you anyway, so that really doesn't affect it. It's more so the lenses and the video on it. That was the reason why I didn't get it, and I think that's the reason why a lot of people didn't get it because it was only a couple hundred bucks more, so not good. Um, now, Starship. If you hadn't heard about the uh, Starship or SpaceX, their Starship blew up as a result. Um, now, that crap took off, landed. That was what the whole test was about. That was fantastic. But what happened is when it come down and then they dropped it down, they had a was it a hydrogen, hydrogen engine fuel issue. This is the technical terms here for you. <laughs> hydrogen engine fuel issue. And what it did, it come down too fast. And with all that extra grunt, it crushed the landing gear legs and then and the skirt. And then obviously that then caused a catastrophic failure, failure in other systems as well, extra heat or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then it blew up. So that was basically what happened. So result of this engine, whatever it is, and they've got to just adjust it, Mr. Musk says. And um, yeah, look, he, he came out and said, look, we stuffed up took full responsibility for it, how rare is that too? Look, he's doing amazing things, he's kicking goals left, right and centre, richest man on the planet, all that crazy stuff. For someone of that much grunt and power to come out and say, look, I'm human, I fucked up, I apologise to my shareholders and all the people supporting us, we know exactly why, it's not a big deal, we know what we've got to do to fix it, it's all good, don't stress, we've got this covered. Wow, that's pretty cool. It's pretty reassuring for anyone that's ever thinking about going to Mars on one of these spaceships, that he's the smartest bloke on the planet doing just crazy stuff, and he's still willing to be a human and go, yeah, look, I stuffed up. That's pretty darn good, so good work to him, I think. And then uh, just the last little one to leave you on, iPhone 13. Touch ID in the screen, I reckon, this year. That is the new hot rumor on that one. So we'll, I'm sure we're going to get more. That's not till September. But, yeah, uh, they're talking about it already this week that it uh, looks like it's coming this year back. Touch ID back, but in screen. Like uh, There's a few Androids with it, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Radio, I will see you all again tomorrow, yeah, Tuesday. Hope you had a good weekend, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. We you're going this way, that way, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.